live such good lives among the unbelievers that although they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits us. There's some cute couple of complicated words in there. Okay, so, um, I'll, so abstain basically means stay away. That's better. It says it up there. Okay, sinful desires, just us being really naughty and not doing what God wants. Um, and actually, the verse is sitting and talking about a little bit that we're, we're aliens in the world or we're strangers in the world. And we're going to like kind of just a little... So today, we're really going to talk about a little bit more than that. So actually, we're talking about what it means to be a stranger in the world. So um, are we strangers or are we chameleons? Now, this good-looking bloke is a chameleon. He's attractive. Um, it's basically a glorified lizard, in case you don't know. Um, but chameleons are really, really, really good at blending in. They are so good, in fact, they're pretty famous for it. Um, and, yeah, so we're going to talk a lot about this. So Esther's going to come up and we're going to... Here you go. Thank you. So, don't take a piece of paper. <laughs> we do love each other, really. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, we're going to start off by looking at a chameleon. Now, if I'm, I, was, I was praying about what to do in this service and um, we just said Peter... Um, intro to Peter and the bit about aliens and strangers in the world came to me and then I was googling because I love google and this picture of a chameleon came up and then this whole are you a chameleon Um, because actually I think as Christians we are called to not be like a chameleon but to be like a stranger and stand out in the world and so that's what we're going to focus on today but before we do that we need to learn a little bit about chameleons so we are going to have a quiz this way you're supposed to look excited we're going to have a quiz so I need all the children on their feet just make sure you don't trip over any pens and come and stand down here for me please everybody over here to join in the quiz adults you are going to be joining in as well if you want to do the walking up and down feel free to join them but I think you'd rather not okay so this quiz is it that way around it's going to be all about chameleons okay so what you have to do is listen to the question and then if you think it's A, you stay here. If you think the answer's B, you go to Rachel over there. You, you walk down there, you don't run. We haven't got risk assessment for this bit, okay? Right, so no run in. As you, yeah, yeah just, that's right. So let me see if it works. Oh, that's very clever. So number one, how long does it take for a chameleon to change colour? Now, if you think it's 20 seconds, you stay here. If you think it's two minutes, you go to Rachel. Oh, 20 minutes, sorry. Okay, you go to Rachel, so go. Okay, right. Adults, I need somebody who thinks, what do you think the answer is? You think 20 seconds? You are right, it takes 20 seconds. So you all got that one. Well done. Okay, next one. Why do chameleons change colour? Is it... To play hide-and-seek with their friends because it's their favourite game? Or is it, B, to express their emotions and adapt to their environment? This is the hide-and-seek thing. Anybody want to stay with me? No. They're very clever, these children. Okay, so is it A or B? Well, to try an A, it might be, actually, because I've not asked any chameleons whether they like it, but actually, B, well done, you're clever. Right, next one. Come back to the the middle. Oh, this is a bit harder. Right, you ready? 
What is the tongue of a chameleon like? What's the tongue? So, A, they have short tongues that have a sticky substance on it and then flies are attracted to it. Okay, a short tongue. Or B, they have long tongues that can reach their prey in 0.007 seconds. So A is here. That means they've got short, sticky tongues. B is over there, long tongues. Go. Oh, split. Are we going to follow the crowd? Well done for not following the crowd. No, you can't have any in the middle. It's yes or no. Which one? Right. Okay. Congregation. I think Steve Lodge might know the answer to this one. Steve Lodge, do you think... Oh, we're changing our minds. Peer pressure. Well done, Thomas. What do you think? Haven't you? Chameleon. So the answer is B. So if you're in B, well done. But I think well done to Thomas for not following the crowd. That's good. Right. Okay. Well done, Steve. Next one. What is a chameleon's eyesight like? So, A, that's with me. They can see two ways. They can look at prey and also scan around the environment. Or, B, they have very poor eyesight and can only see the outline of the figures. A here, B there. Off you go. Make your decision. Oh, we've got two people over there. Well done, you two. Right, anybody in the audience like to congregation? Hazard a guess? Right, you think A. The answer is A. They have they can see two ways. Very good. I look at the answer sheet because I wrote it, so I know, but yeah. Okay, right. What are chameleons' feet like? So you're ready. Chameleons' feet, are they A? I'm going to do it the other way around. Are they A, webbed and made to slide along smooth surfaces? Or are they B, highly adaptive and they can got sharp claws and they grip? So are they got webbed feet, slide, over there, sharp claws, powerful grip? That's very serious, very serious. I don't know, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> over there, that way, B. Okay, who... No, no, yeah. Over here, stay with me. Just listen to me now, right? Stay with me, you're webbed. I'm not webbed. Dear me, right. Whatever work with children. Um, Answers. Ooh, it's a bit of a tricky one, this. I only know because I know, because I've got it down. What do you think? Let's have a show of hands, shall we? B. So who thinks B, which was the first one? (laughs) Sharp claws. Why did I mess it up? Okay, who thinks A? Right, the answer was, apparently, chameleons' feet are highly adaptive to different situations and they've got a powerful grip. So there you go. Okay, last one, I think. Yes, it is. Last one. What is a chameleon's hearing like? I'm going to stay as it is this way now because it's too confusing. Right, A, chameleons can't hear... Uh, chameleons have amazing hearing and they can hear for miles... That should say four... Or, chameleons can't hear much. Amazing hearing, chameleons can't hear much. 
Oh, unsure. Okay, congregation, what are we going for? Anybody? Who thinks A? Amazing hearing. Who thinks B? Actually, chameleons can't hear much, apparently. Well done. Okay, if all the children can come down to here for me and sit back in your place, you have now, whilst listening to me, got a task of making the most colourful chameleon possible. Really. So if you can come sit down there. Again, adults, feel free to come and join if you want to come and colour. Just find a space. Right. They've got that there. So what, basically, is the question? SJ is coming and telling us all about chameleons. Um, why am I talking about chameleons? Well, what they're going to do is we're going to look at each fact and then try and link it in with um, us as Christians. That is the plan. So, fact one. Chameleons blend in to their environment in just 20 seconds. And, you know, thinking of this, I was thinking how easy it is for us, and talk about myself as well, to blend in with our environment and allow our culture and our mood and um, our culture and our mood to affect what we're like. How many of us, and I don't know if this is just me, but, but from leaving this church today within five minutes might be acting very differently. I know that I've had a brilliant worship session before. I've gone out, got in the car, and I've had to stop myself. In two minutes, I'm screeching at my children, and I've turned into somebody that actually I didn't want to be before that. So actually, how easy is that to happen? Now, what I've asked some of the children to do is give a testimony about how they find it difficult to blend in to different environments. So I'm going to ask um, Alana. Where's Alana? Can you come and read your little bit, please? At school or in public, you try to blend in, but God tells you to stand out. I can remember once at school, we had the greatest showman songs at the background. Everyone was singing and glancing. I didn't want people to think that I was a smart young kid, so I joined in. And in the end, I didn't get much work done. Now I know that God says that we should stand out to the crowd. Well done. Well done, Alana. Thank you. God does say, stand out in that crowd. Okay. Um, Before we go on to this... Also, a chameleon, I read, actually blends in as a defence mechanism. And I think, if I'm honest, I've done that so many times. And I know with the children, when you've spoken to the children, it's that, actually, to stop people getting at me, to stop causing any upset, to stop me feeling awkward, to stop offending them, I'm going to blend in. And actually, God says, don't use that as a defence mechanism. You have got me. We have been asked to... um, We've been told, actually, haven't we, to be holy, to be set apart... Um, in 1 Peter 2, 15, 16, it says, But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. We kind of don't want to be like that chameleon that is just blending with the background, but somebody who really, really sticks out in a situation. But again, it's very, very difficult to do that. Um, peace. Where's Peace? Peace has got something she's going to come read to us. Sometimes I find it hard when a close friend is doing the wrong thing. Half of me wants to stand up and tell the truth. 
and half of me wants to be a loyal friend. I also find it hard when people are saying, oh, I don't believe in God, and I'm not sure if I should fit in with the crowd or stand out of the crowd. So I, I would ask God what he thinks when I'm in a situation like that. Thank you, Peace. Thanks for sharing that. Again, Peace, difficult, isn't it? I think it's easier to stand out or stand up for somebody when actually you don't really know who they are and you don't really care. But how many of us have got family or close friends who, when they're doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing, actually feel confident enough to say that's wrong? I think it's hard when it's somebody we know, just like Peace said with her friends. It's so easy to wonder how Peter could deny Jesus and never consider that we might be denying him every day in the choices we make. Peter was worried he too would be arrested. Do we deny Jesus and blend as a defence mechanism? I think I do. And that's something that I think we need to perhaps, maybe it's not everybody, but, but pray for. And I'm going to ask later on that we pray for these children, actually, who have come up, stood up and said about how they feel, because it's a difficult in a school situation and in work. OK, fact two. They have very long tongues, which can reach their prey in 0.00... No, 0.007 seconds. Are our tongues quick to belittle others in order to make us feel good? Again, I hope that I'm not the only person who's saying yes sometimes. It's so difficult, isn't it, to be um, say the right things? Um, do we agree with things or say things so as not to be in the minority? Or do we not say anything at all? Times in a staff room, for example, when everybody's been discussing something which I know is totally not right, and I don't say anything. Is that right? Am I standing out? Maybe not, but it's quite a difficult thing to, um, to, yeah, to, to stand up for what you believe in that. Um, Alicia is going to come and talk about something. At school, people are mean to a boy who's one of my best friends. They call him names and ask me why I'm friends with him. Sometimes it's hard to go around with him because people don't like him. I know that God wants me to be his friend no matter what, even though it's hard. It is also hard not to join in with others when they are saying silly things. They might not like me. Thank you, Alicia. Again, yes, that's a child's testimony. But how many of us in the workplace, especially if we agree, or even in church, if we agree with something that somebody's saying that's belittling somebody else, how, how, hard is it, how hard it is for us to say, actually, we should be saying this. Again, I'm just as guilty of that. Um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 says, So get rid of all evil behaviour. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Do your words build others up. And I was challenged by this as I was writing it because I just thought if I, everything I said was published, would I be all right with that? And actually, I wouldn't. Um, but I think this isn't a thing in condemning. It's just for us to actually be aware that actually this isn't right, but God wants to help us with this. It's very difficult. Fact three, a chameleon can see two ways. They can look at prey and also scan around the environment. Is it possible for us to look two ways? Do we stay focused on God? Um, I was thinking during this bit about um, Peter walking on the water and um, you know, how, how difficult that must have been because he didn't focus and then he fell. In fact, if the pod girls can come up, please. Pod girls, I've primed you. They had great, can I just say, they had great fun practicing this yesterday because it was the one time that I gave Alicia permission to push her sister. I went a little bit too far, but we're not going to do it like that now, are we? Right, so, eating on one foot. 
sometimes we can feel really uneasy. If you're on one foot, you don't feel quite right in a situation. And um, it may be when we're surrounded by non-Christians, when we know that something's not quite right. And it's quite easy for other people to try and push you down. And you feel uneasy. But actually, you know, God is always behind us. And actually, we might wobble a little bit more. Ooh. But God, hopefully, will steady us. We may think we've fallen, but God will pick us up. We're not going to do the falling one, because that was a bit harsh yesterday, wasn't it, Lissy? Okay. Um, but God asks us to actually focus on him. You know, If you're looking around, and you, or you're looking around and trying to look at God, it doesn't work. What God wants us to do, if you turn around and look at Amara, please. Just keep looking at Amara. Is have us focused on him. So that actually, even though people go and push even harder they're falling over more but it shouldn't be like that <laughs> when people are pushing you or people are coming in actually you are focused on God and actually this is all that matters these things are happening but you know he's there to protect you thank you no more pushing now that was the last bit okay so yeah if you're feeling uneasy do we focus on God God will hold you in those situations where we know it's going to be difficult if we just focus on God then God will hold us. And actually, do we think, worry too much about what other people think rather than ourselves? And again, I'm the most guilty of this. You know, actually, it's God who we should be trying to please, not other people. Um, so yeah, stay focused on God. Fact four, chameleon's feet are highly adaptive to different situations with their sharp claws and powerful grip. Do we hold on to whatever's closest at the moment of opposition? Do we cling on to the same things the world does when we see a storm? Or do we cling to the hope that we have someone who can save us? Just some questions to think about. That chameleon will grip to wherever he is. And I know that I often will grip to people who I'm with at that time. And maybe that means that I'm a chameleon because I'm gripping to that, their thoughts and their opinions. Then I go somewhere else and I start gripping to theirs. Actually, God says, hold on to me. And if you hold on to me, then actually, I'll keep you safe. Um, I love that song, do you? I praise you in the storm. Do you know that by casting... I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> casting crowns, I'll praise you in the storm. And it's just on about when you're going through these troubles, praising, and, um, praising God and clinging on to him. Society today, the world today will say, cling on to other things, to alcohol. Might be drugs, other people. But actually, God says, cling to me. And fact five... Chameleons can't hear much. Do we listen to God and his voice in the world? Do we choose to ignore and drown God's word out with the voices and opinions of others? That first one, do we listen to God and his voice in the world? Quite challenged for that. Somebody said to me, if something goes wrong or you're feeling insecure, who's the first person you turn to? And I had a whole list of names before God came into that, actually, if I'm totally honest. And then I went, oh, yeah, and God. But actually, it should be God first and then others, shouldn't it? And um, do we choose to ignore and drown God's words out with the voices and opinions of others? Um, have I done Abigail yet? Has Abigail said your testimony? Abigail, can we do your testimony? In class, we might be doing Pottermore for literacy, but I'm not allowed to read Harry Potter books yet, and it was hard to tell my teacher I might not be able to do it. Everyone else seemed really excited, though I felt left out and a bit embarrassed, but I knew it was important to do the right thing. Thank you, Abigail. Thank you. So again, at school, you know, feeling, being brave enough to say, I'm not going to do that. And, um, 
you know, listening to what God says. And I think sometimes we can, we can hear God saying no or do this and we can just go, I'm just kind of blend it out, just ignore it. Turn the world up a bit higher because actually I don't want to hear that. And God says, don't be like a chameleon. Don't ignore my voice. And actually, if we listen to God's voice, again, he will keep us safe. So, are you a chameleon? All those things that we've spoken about... Actually, if I'm totally honest and I don't know about you, I'd probably say, yes, I'm a chameleon. But God is calling us to not be like chameleons, as in not to blend. But chameleons can be beautiful colours. Can some of you hold your chameleons up, please? Or hold your chameleons up. They're looking beautiful. Show everybody. Lovely. Got some beautiful chameleons. Each one of these chameleons is unique and beautiful. And God says, actually, don't be a chameleon. Don't blend into the background because that's boring. Stay unique. I think I'm taking over your bit. So over to Rachel. <laughs> Does fear um, mean that you become a chameleon? Are you afraid that people are going to see your scars? Are you afraid that perhaps you'll be too noticed? Are you afraid that you'll be teased or that perhaps you'll be rejected or that perhaps you just won't fit in? Because the thing does, like the Bible says that actually we're made, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And he wants us to be us. God doesn't want us to be Bob. He doesn't want us to be this person or this person he just wants us to be who he created us to be he doesn't want me to be david he wants me to be rachel because he made me to be rachel he doesn't want me to be sj because he made me to be rachel and the same goes for us actually he designs us to be who he made us to be we're not meant to adapt to our environment we're not meant to be able to kind of blend in and fade away and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be up on stage kind of going like i'm here it doesn't mean you have to be like that because we're not all made to be like that. We're made to just be who we are. It can be in those quiet moments when actually that's the time when God's going to use us the most and God, that's where God wants us to be. A lot of you would have probably heard this song. Um, it's been pretty popular across recent times and stuff. And actually it fits it in really well with actually the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're not meant to blend in. We're not meant to be chameleons. We're meant to be strangers and we're meant to be aliens of the world. It's pretty important that we manage to do this. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. What is God saying to you this morning? The world may be saying one thing, which is why you find it easier to blend in, but God may be saying something else. The world says conform but God asks you to be transformed. Now, everybody should have a little luggage label. Um, and the little luggage labels, you take luggage on holiday with you, um, with your little luggage label. And I just on here, on this luggage label today, I would like you to have a think and reflect on what God's saying this morning. You can use them really any way you want, but maybe on one side you might do, the world says this, or my work says this, or my family, whoops, says this and on the other side God says children you might want to draw a picture of something that your friend tells you on one side but what God says to do on the other and um, whilst we're doing this um, we're going to be um, listening to a song and then we're going to ask you to um, to join in oh there's another slide after that yeah oh go back sorry but let's say again, dear friends, you are like visitors and strangers in this world. Are we like visitors and strangers of the world? What is God saying to you this morning? And then perhaps once we've written on there or drawn on there, 
maybe you just want to hold them and ask God that he will be make you'll make you brave um, in this world as you go on your life journey with your luggage tag you don't have to take it everywhere with you but um will God help you to not conform but to transform and be transformed thank you